Hi there, you're listening to the Create to Convert podcast. I'm your host, Evgenia Dvorashvili, but most people call me Gigi, and so can you. I'm a designer, tech founder, mama, and business educator, and I'm here to help you skip the years of trial and error and teach you the ins and outs of running a profitable business that you love. And it all starts with one actionable podcast episode. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you one of my secret weapons to getting more client referrals. Oh, yes. You see, I put a really big emphasis in my business on crafting the best possible experience for my clients and really nurturing my client relationships because they hold so much sales power. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is looking at a client and seeing only one project, the one they potentially inquired about. But this is such a missed opportunity because you never know how much help your client actually needs and will need in their lifetime. You have to shift your focus on nurturing your client relationships so you can increase your client's lifetime value. This is how you build a sustainable business with a never drying sales pipeline. Mm-hmm. I can hear your wheels turning here. (laughs) All right, let me ask you this. How proactive are you in your relationship with your past clients? Are you done and dusted? Meaning like as soon as you wrap up a project, you basically never hear from them again. Or are you more of a lurker who keeps an eye on your client's socials, their business, their latest launches, but you don't really make the first step to actually reach out to your clients? Or are you a nurturer who's not only aware of what their clients are up to, but you also regularly engage and check in with them? You want to know which type gets the most repeat work and client referrals? You guessed it, the nurturer, the one who doesn't just follow the client on Instagram and likes their post, but actively participates, engages, and nurtures the relationship. Now, there are lots of things that a nurturer does in order to maintain a really strong client relationship, but one of them is asking for a referral instead of just waiting for the client to reach out to them first. And for some reason, I see so many creatives and designers simply afraid of taking that step forward, afraid of simply asking. But what's the worst that can happen? That the client says, sorry, I have, I don't have anyone right now, but I'll keep you in mind. And then you just exactly where you are now. Doesn't sound too bad, does it? But putting your fear of rejection aside, I know that the other reason why you may be afraid of asking is simply because you don't know how to ask. Like, what do you say without sounding like you're basically begging your client for extra work? Well, I got a super handy template for you. Actually, I have two templates. (laughs) So you really don't have an excuse for not doing it. All right. So the first template is taking directly from the book, Exactly What to Say by Philip Jones. And it's a really handy book to help you improve your communication. So I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go and check it out. But I love what he says are the main three reasons people fail to ask others for referrals. 
The first reason, they are too lazy and cannot be bothered. The second, they do not know when to ask. And the third, they do not know how to ask. Now, I can't help you with your laziness. That one's on you. But I can help you with the words so you know exactly what to say. So here's Phil's template. Hey, John, you couldn't do me a small favor, could you? You wouldn't happen to know, and I'm literally taking it word by word from the book here, the psychology of this first bit is that it throws a challenge, which people want to prove you wrong. You wouldn't happen to know just one person because it's reasonable and, you know, seems like a simple ask and they're more likely to think of someone by name when you're just asking for one person. You wouldn't happen to know just one person Someone who just like you, and this has the person, you know, narrowing down the options and gives you more of the right prospects, plus it pays a subtle compliment to the person. You wouldn't happen to know just one person, someone who just like you would benefit from X. Now that emphasizes the specific benefit or the positive experience your client had while working with you. Boom. How simple is that? You wouldn't happen to know just one person, someone who just like you would benefit from X. Now, obviously, this is a proven communication formula and it definitely works, but I hear you. Maybe you're a little bit more chit-chatty like I am and you need a little more juice to your referral email. So here's my version of that referral email. Take note. First, you're going to say hi and you're going to insert a personal anecdote or refer to something you saw on their social media, for example. And this is particularly important if you haven't touched base with your client in a while so they don't feel like you're just cold pitching them. Next, you're going to remind them of the amazing work you've done together so they can remember what a badass you are. Then you're going to go for the ask and remind them who your ideal client is, who is it that you love working with, to really help them narrow down that list in their head. And finally, you'll thank them. As simple as that. So that email will sound something like this. Hi, Jane. I hope all is well with you. How's the move going? Hope there aren't too many boxes left to unpack. I visited your website recently and I'm so proud of the great work we achieved together. I wanted to thank you again for your trust and taking the time to write such a sweet testimonial. I'm reaching out today to see if you happen to know anyone else who may be looking for a new website. I currently have a few spots left for the next quarter and I thought you might know someone who'd be a good fit. As you know, I love working with driven female business owners, and I thought no better person to ask than a past ideal client like yourself. If anyone comes to mind, I'd be really grateful for an introduction. Thank you in advance, and if there's anything I can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. And that's it. As simple as that. And the best part? It works. It worked for me. It worked for my students because this is actually one of the templates from the client nurturing scripts that you get inside the Breakthrough Designer. And it works not only for referrals, but also to potentially get repeat work from the client in question. So what are you waiting for? Try it out for yourself. Be proactive. Put on your nurture hat and reach out to past clients who you loved working with. If your client pipeline is a little dry at the moment and you're just sitting there not doing anything about it, well, 
maybe it's time to actually do something about it. Actually, if you want more strategies to attract your next paying client, I'm taking part in the Purpose to Profit Summit this week. So that's the week of August 22nd, 2022, if you're listening in the future. And that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about on the summit. It's free. It's taking place this week and you can still grab your ticket if you wish. So I'm going to pop a link in the show notes for this episode and you can go and check out the amazing lineup of talented designers who built their own profitable and successful design business and now share that value with you. Remember, don't just sit around waiting for opportunities to land in your lap. Go grab them and make it happen for yourself. I hope you found this short yet value-packed episode insightful. If so, don't forget to share it with a friend or your audience. I really do appreciate when you spread the word about this podcast so more creative entrepreneurs can gain value from it. And of course, friend, don't forget to create to convert. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.